wow it's literally been a good three months since i last did a podcast and i just want to apologize because i feel like at the start of every single month i scream consistency 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 i do it for a good week and then it just flops because i just like it all just gets too much with work and then but don't worry i'm working on it i feel like now that i've officially been in this uni place for a month i think i've i think i've finally got a routine in check in plan and since freshers week is over there's literally no excuse really for me to be slacking anymore but anyways welcome to I don't even know what topic Tuesday we're on, but welcome back to another Topic Tuesday. And today we are going to be discussing something that I am extremely passionate about. And it is the idea of whether or not drugstore brands in the UK are racist and the question of why do beauty brands not cater to women of colour. And this topic is so important to me to the point that this was my very first ever blog post so imagine 15 year old me in 2016 wrote a blog post on our drugstore brands in the uk racist and this was way before i actually started getting into beauty and um foundation and everything so imagine at the age of 15 i saw that there was a problem within the whole beauty industry and to this day it still baffles me as to why beauty brands don't cater to women of color and that is why i wrote the blog post was titled our drugstore brands in the uk racist because for me there obviously weren't a lot of black beauty influencers or should i say youtubers um at that time except for probably patricia bright um jenny i forgot her last name was it yeah jenny and those were the only two that i really knew and most of the products that they were using were of high end like ysl nas makeup forever it was never maybelline it was l'oreal but however at that time l'oreal had like three dark shades for dark skinned people but it was never your average eight pound foundation it was always 30 pound 28 pounds so i was like where the hell is 15 year old me meant to get 28 pounds to buy foundation considering you know how much i could do with 28 pounds i could buy a whole cute outfit from primark with that money but yet i was still felt inclined to purchase that foundation my first ever foundation that i bought at the age of 15 was 27 pounds and it was the bare minerals foundation and I picked because I was literally so gassed because um, my dad gave me pocket money and he'd never given me that much. So I was like, okay, with this money, I can buy a foundation, then still have money over to go, like, to go like get food with friends, go to the cinemas or buy a nice outfit or whatever. So I went online because bearing in mind as well, I live in Bradford. And at that time, we didn't have a Debenhams or um, a House of Fraser or um, a Huge Boots that actually had YSL, NARS, Makeup Forever, blah, 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 and so on. So I thought, okay, I can probably buy my foundation online. And I was looking at pictures, I was looking at reviews, and I picked the darkest shade that was there. I think there was around 80 shades. So please tell me why when this shade arrived, it matched my mother and anyone that knows me knows that my mom is light skin and 
she's a lot lighter than me like a lot lighter so i was here like i just spent 28 pounds on a foundation and it was the darkest shade and it didn't even match me do you know how pissed off i was considering that to this day i still think about how much what else i could have done with that 28 pounds and that is mainly why i wrote the blog post because i was like nah i'm tired i am tired why why and the most baffling thing about this is that i recently came across a statistic which states that black women are the biggest spenders on makeup and beauty products of any demographic in the world and we outspend caucasian women by six times and in the u.s alone african americans spend 7.5 billion pound billion dollars sorry on beauty annually despite them being only 13.7 percent of the female population so to me that's like okay if this is such a big statistic why do brands not cater to us because what people need to understand as well is that okay it's good that you're bringing out different shades of foundation and there's 40 shades however different women have different undertones so therefore if you can't cater to my undertone what's the point in you actually bringing out these foundations because to this day i still cannot find a nice foundation that matches me perfectly and i know people always say that that's impossible but yet i always see caucasians they find their shade so easily and it's just like is this really my life like do i have to bring out my own beauty brand for me to have something for me to be able to have choice because bearing in mind rihanna launched fenty in 2017 and she and um this was the biggest um ever product launch like with the most shades that a brand has ever done and it's the fact that a woman of color saw the problem within the market and she decided to fix it for herself because she could see that no one else was willing to do the same and in my opinion i don't think in my opinion i think rihanna changed the game because really and truly i don't think that we would that brands would have released all of these different shades if it wasn't for Fenty Beauty. They saw the competition and they're like, shit, we need to step our game up. And honestly, I I have to salute Rihanna for that because really and truly, she changed the fashion, in not the fashion industry, sorry, the beauty industry for the better and for the good. And <clears throat> like talking about this, my question is why do beauty brands not market to women of color why are there not more black brand ambassadors because for me in the uk i could literally name i think probably five or even less black beauty influencers that are on youtube that are on instagram and i can literally count them on my hands and that's not okay because growing up as a black woman or should i say as a black child you want to see people that are just like you that represent you so when you don't see that you instantly think am i not pretty enough like does the world not value women of color because we have girls that don't want to embrace their natural hair that just find it difficult to buy makeup because i know the pain I went to an all-girls school, mostly white girls, and whenever we would go shopping for makeup, it was just annoying because they could literally pick up a highlighter for £3 and it would be perfect on them, whereas on me it would be ashy. 
or even buy a foundation they could buy it for cheap cheap prices and they'd always be like ivis why don't you wear makeup and I, I don't wear makeup because i can never find makeup that actually matches me perfectly and never mind that makeup for me is expensive so imagine when i buy a foundation for 30 pounds with that they could buy a full face of makeup powder highlighter concealer foundation and it's just <clears throat> sorry it just doesn't seem fair to me and when I started doing research for this podcast, because obviously I'd done the post in 2016 and then I did an updated one in 2017, I found out that up until two years ago, the main offering for black women by mainstream beauty brands was the smallest despite black women's spending power and wide skin variety. And it's just like, it's 2019 and the beauty industry is still failing us. I really don't get it. And although over the last four years, like major brands like L'Oreal, Dior, Lancome, they've all expanded their foundation rates to cater to women of colour, but it's just not enough. And the thing why I say it's not enough is because they're not marketing it to us. They're just simply there. Because I think it was around May time, I went into the Dior store and they were like, oh, I mean, sorry, the um, Dior concession store in House of Fraser in Leeds. And they were like, oh, we recently released some new shades, some darker ranges. However, no one knew about that. Considering that we live in such a world that's influenced by social media influencers, how come Dior didn't ask black black influencers to promote these kind of things to let the rest of us know like oh do you release new shades so it's just like it's just a wow and this is where beauty brands are failing because apparently a self-fulfilling prophecy occurs when this happens because if you think about it if they don't tell us that that a new brand that a new that new shades have been released we're not going to go look for it therefore we're not going to buy it and if we don't buy it then it obviously shows that there's poor sales in those shades and eventually they may discontinue them so it's just it's just i just i'm just so baffled because really and truly it it's not that hard to do your research and to know how to market to women of color because the st- the statistics are there they prove that we are the biggest buyers for beauty products so beauty brands could be making so much more money than they already are but yet yeah, it's quite clear that they're just choosing to be ignorant and the point of the matter is is that it's really not rocket science this is an easy problem to solve because over the last few months we've seen multiple multiple luxury brands um employ i think it was heads of diversity i don't i don't know the official name i can't remember the official names but yeah basically people that handle diversity within their company so if luxury brands like chanel and gucci and burberry can do that i'm pretty sure beauty brands can also do the same because imagine if you employ more um sorry if you employ more black ambassadors people will be able to see someone that represents them on their campaigns and be tempted to buy the products because they can see that this brand is for them 
because as black people we like to feel that we're invited we like to feel that we are appreciated and if that's not shown then we're not really going to think oh let me go out and buy this and yeah i feel like over the last couple of years since 2016 over the last three years i have seen an improvement in the beauty industry and their inclusivity however it's just not enough for me and i just don't know i hope 2020 is a better year because i can't lie to you 2019 this has been a most an amazing year for diversity within the beauty industry however we need to try harder and i'm not just saying this because of me but i'm saying it for my nieces for my future children because i want them to see somebody that represents them within the beauty industry but yeah that is it for today's podcast thank you so much for listening i feel like it was more of a rant and it was a bit all over the place but i guess that's just how i felt so see you guys next week with another topic tuesdays thank you bye